Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here, Your Virtual Upline. Welcome back to the show, episode 217 today. I'm going to be sharing with you my top five tips for getting started on Clubhouse. Now, listen, before all you not able to get on Clubhouse people say, oh, here we go again, another Clubhouse episode and turn the podcast off. Here's what I guarantee you. The five tips I'm about to give you will absolutely be incredibly valuable for you no matter what social media platform you're on. So even though there will be some specific Clubhouse things that we talk about in this episode, because I've been getting this requested by a lot of you is, hey, you know, I'm loving Clubhouse. I want you to teach me how to use it. These are five tips or strategies that will absolutely help you crush it no matter what social platform you are on. So if you are somebody that's struggling with creating the results you want on social media, I promise you these five things will be incredibly valuable to you. So um, this was actually, if you've been following me on Clubhouse, we started a new theme to the show. Uh, Every Thursday, we dedicate just to the topic of Clubhouse, teaching and sharing strategies that are working on the platform. And I kicked it off last week teaching these five things, and, and people loved it so much. They said, hey, can you turn this into a podcast? We love to listen to it again. So here we go. So before I get into the five strategies, let me really quick, let me give two shout outs. First and foremost goes to our review of the week. Thanks to all of you that have taken the time to leave a rating and review. The review of the week this week goes to Agent Truth, who is a new listener of ours. They shared, I've listened to about five episodes so far, and every episode I can always take something away that helps my mind focus on what's important. I love everything about thinking of serving instead of selling. Makes me feel important, like I hold so much value to the people around me. I'll always listen to your podcast and the value you provide. Thank you, Bob. Well, thank you, Agent Truth, for being a new listener. And um, I am so excited to hear that you've already started to feel the shift that happens when you begin to implement Love, Serve, Grow into your business. So glad you found me. And then the next shout out goes to our student of the week. So this week we're going to the Legacy Leadership Academy again, and we've got a brand new student. And this is a very short but sweet testimonial, but I absolutely love it because it is such a, a an important thing that we help people do in our program. This week's student of the week is Rochelle Gilbert. Rochelle posted in our group, she said, small to a lot of you, but big to me. I've been working in LLA for almost two weeks, and I got my first brand new customer in a really long time yesterday. Rochelle, I love that. I love it when people come into our program that have been stuck for a really long time, and literally in a matter of days, not even a couple of weeks, they're already seeing transformation. And Rochelle, you may, you recognize it's a big deal, but I'm telling you, it's an even bigger deal than you even realize. Because these small little shifts that we begin to see in our results, once we do this work that we teach you inside of our program, specifically helping you with mindset and belief, 
Rochelle, if you can just continue the journey you're on without second guessing yourself, without questioning whether you're doing it right or judging yourself, if you can just continue to do the work inside of LLA, I'm telling you those little results are going to become something much bigger in probably a lot quicker than you could ever realize. So shout out to Rochelle, shout out to all of our new students. I know we have lots of new listeners that have been coming to us from Clubhouse and we have lots of new students. So, you know, I'm just feeling really grateful that I get to serve all of you, teaching you this thing we call Love, Serve, Grow. So let's go ahead and get into the episode though. So I want to share with you five tips, five strategies for getting started on Clubhouse. But remember, these are things I promise you that will be relevant no matter what social media platform you're on. So let me go ahead and get right into it. So the first thing, if you're new to the platform and you're still trying to figure it out, is I want to make sure that you're using your bio or your profile effectively. See, I think this is a big missed opportunity for a lot of people. Now, when we talk about not just Clubhouse, really, this could apply to any of your bios or profiles on social, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, you know, the limited amount of space that they give for you to write a description or tell people what who you are and what you're all about. Clubhouse is a little different. You have in your bio, you have a lot more space that you can write things, but here are some things that I want you to consider. You know, love, serve, grow. One of the foundational concepts that makes this so different, and our review of the week has Agent Truth has already begun to understand this, is we help people make a shift from a sales to a service mindset. That's the second part of the framework, serve. And one of the biggest shifts in terms of your thinking and also the kinds of questions you ask in conversations you have with people, you stop thinking of yourself as a salesperson and you start thinking of yourself as a paid problem solver. See, because that's what service is. Service is adding value to people's lives by helping them solve problems. So one of the most important things you need to do when making this shift is you, if you're a paid problem solver, you have to identify and be clear on what are the problems that you're looking for that you know your products and or business can help people solve. So I think if we get clear on what those things are, and we've done episodes on this before, But if we get clear on the kinds of problems that we're looking to help people solve, putting that in your bio would be a really smart thing. So, you know, I, in my business, in the work that I do, I help people transform their life in the following areas. And we speak to the problems that we are looking to help people solve. Now, why would we do that? Because if somebody's coming to our bio and reading it, learning about us. And once again, if I could translate this into a non-clubhouse application, the content you're creating on social media, you should be speaking to the problems that you're looking to help people solve. You should be putting content and solutions out there. You should become passionate about helping people solve problems. And if you're talking about the specific problems that you know your products or business can help them with, then it might be an easy transition for you when you find somebody that has those problems to offer them that solution. But in my Clubhouse bio, I would absolutely be talking about the problems I solve. Here's the other thing I would be doing. I'd be talking about the things that are most important to me, right? I wouldn't be trying to sell you on my stuff. I'd be just sharing my values and the things that are important to me in life. See, because we connect with people on the level of values. Love, serve, grow are the values that I live my life by and that drive all of our work. 
And I bet a lot of you have resonated with my message because you heard us talk about Love, Serve, Grow, and maybe you didn't necessarily call it that, but you held a lot of those same shared values in your business. That's the way you want to build your business. This is how you want to show up in the world. So we connected instantly over that. So my question to you is, what are the values that drive the work that you do? What is the deeper purpose and the mission, right? What change do you want to see in the world? See, if we can speak in that way to people, we give ourselves a chance to connect with them on a meaningful level. So I'd want you to include, consider including that. How about interests or passions, right? Just things that you're passionate about. You know, we did a coaching session today and somebody said, I'm a dog mom. Should I put that in there? I said, absolutely. You know how many other dog moms there are out there? Like, do you have like, uh, you know, hobbies or interests or things that you could just put in there? So people, you're just, what you're trying to do is you're just trying to share as much of yourself as you can to create these opportunities to connect with people over these shared interests. My advice is this. I would never be overtly just trying to push or sell my stuff, especially on Clubhouse. Clubhouse is really a place to connect. It's a place to network. It's a place to build new relationships. You know, one of the reasons why I love Clubhouse is we've tapped into in the three weeks that I've been doing it, we've tapped, we've brought in more new people into our audience than I probably have over the last year running consistent paid advertisements on Facebook and Instagram. In three weeks, no ads, just showing up, we've attracted more new people in the last three weeks than I have in the last year spending a lot of money to try to do it. So in forming a new relationship with somebody, I don't want to automatically immediately throw in their face, hey, here's my stuff, buy it. I want to lead with who I am and what's important. So we want to pull that back, right? A lot of that offering your products and or business will happen in more one-on-one interactions that you have with people off of the platform. We'll get into that shortly. But here is something when we talk about offering free value, what if, you put in your Clubhouse bio or in any bio that you have on social, a free Facebook group link. Like, are you running a free Facebook group where you're adding value and trying to help people and you're building it around, you're creating a shared community? Put a link to that in there. Say, hey, if you want to connect with me, you know, here's how I help people. Here's a link to join one of my free groups. I do a lot of coaching and training in there. You could put that in there. So consider, are there certain things that you could do along those lines? The last thing I'll tell you with your bio and your profile, make sure you connect your Instagram account. Instagram is really the way that you are going to convert what you're doing on Clubhouse into business for you. See, Clubhouse allows you to connect your Instagram account. And what people will do all the time, I do this, when I'm in a room and I'm randomly just kind of clicking on people's pictures and pulling up their bios, if they sound interesting to me, I will click their Instagram profile and I will literally be looking at their Instagram feed while I'm on Clubhouse listening to them speak. So connect your Instagram account. Like some of you really want to grow your Instagram account and engagement. You want to know, I truly believe the number one way to build your Instagram account right now, it's Clubhouse. Our Instagram account has gone through the roof. The first week we started doing rooms, our story views went up 500%. Our followers are going up at a rate we've never seen. Our story views, our engagement, I mean, it is like our Instagram account has never been better than it is since I started doing Clubhouse broadcasts. 
So make sure you do that because that's the key to creating success on Clubhouse is you're going to start conversations on Clubhouse, but they're going to continue on Instagram through direct messages. And that's where you'll have opportunities to go deeper with relationships and maybe offer your products and or business as a solution. So that's number one. Let's use our bio, our profile correctly. The second tip that I have you for getting started on Clubhouse, and once again, this will apply no matter what the social channel is. I want you to spend 80% of your time creating and 20% consuming. Look, I'll tell you, the true opportunity right now on Clubhouse is to build awareness for who you are, to get noticed, for people to find you that don't know who you are right now. Look, it's a challenge. It's really hard to find a new audience on Instagram and Facebook. It's not impossible. You can do it. There's still an opportunity there. But on Clubhouse, it's so different. Here's the reason why. There's lots of people flocking to Clubhouse, and there's lots of people listening, joining rooms, and consuming content, but there's not a lot of people consistently doing rooms and creating. So what I want you to do is I want you to make sure that 80% of the time that you're on Clubhouse, you are actually making an attempt to create and talk, whether that's doing your own room or joining other people's rooms and asking questions. I think a really great way to get started on Clubhouse is just find some other rooms that are, you know, that, that, that are tied to your interests or topics, potentially things you want to do and start asking questions. And, and, and have people hear your voice and, and start forming relationships with the hosts and people that are doing rooms already. That would be a great way to get started. But when we talk about your own room, here's where we challenge people. And I do this every Thursday when we teach Clubhouse. There's inevitably somebody that will raise their hand and they'll say, hey, so just this morning we had somebody that said, "I'm you know today's Thursday when I'm recording this. They said, I've got to, I'm going to do my first room next Wednesday. I said, okay. I said, why are you going to wait till next Wednesday? They said, well, I got to get ready. I go, get ready for what? I go, what are you going to talk about? She was like, well, being a busy mom. I'm like, okay, are you a busy mom? She's like, yes. I'm like, so you know that pretty well. She's like, yes. I'm like, well, then what's there to get ready for? Like, why wait till next Wednesday? Because every day you wait, all you're going to do is become more anxious and more afraid and more nervous, and it's going to make you less likely to do it. Like, just do it. Even if nobody joins, who cares? At least you can say, I know how to do it now, and then you go to the next one. But when it comes to doing your own room, this is the key. You've got to make, look, I would challenge you never be on Clubhouse or in a room without at least trying to raise your hand. And at least once, if you're on that platform listening and you're not doing a room at least once a week, then you're missing the boat here. Look, the goal is not to be on Clubhouse. It's to use it. You understand the timing of the platform. So get in there, get, you know, get your feet wet, just jump into it, do it before you're ready. You don't need to be an expert. You just have to be willing to show up and provide a forum for people. But let's talk about topics. So what kinds of topics can we use for our content? Well, my recommendation is this, find something that you're passionate about to start. You know, we had one of our students in our Next Level Leadership Program, Alyssa, she asked a question today, and, and it's just so interesting how we always do this to ourselves. We second guess. She's like, Bob, I want to do my first clubhouse room. She's like, I don't know what to do it on. And I'm like, really? Like, and she's pretty successful in her business. And I'm like, well, what are you passionate about? She's like, you know, health and wellness, like helping people live a healthier lifestyle. That's like tied to her products. She offers products that help people in that area. 
And I go, okay, then what's there to think about? Do a room tied to helping people become a healthier version of themselves. Like just literally pick a topic and start. She's like, it's, is it that simple? I go, yeah, it's that simple. It's not that easy because we'll totally doubt whether it's a good idea. Well, you know, so many, well, we're going to sit there for weeks and we'll be like, I need to, somebody else said, I need to figure out my brand strategy. And I'm like, or my content strategy. And I'm like, okay, well, what's that mean? Well, I need to figure out what topics people are going to be interested in. I'm like, well, all right. How do you think you're going to actually figure out what topics people are interested in? You're going to do it. You're never going to really know what someone's interested in until you actually do it. Now, I said, here's a good tip. Let's say you got a big following on Facebook. Poll your community, Facebook group. Hey, I want to do a room on Clubhouse for any of you that are on there. What would you love to hear me talk about and teach? What, what should I start a discussion around? Right? Do a poll, see what people want, but just pick something. The only way you're going to figure it out and learn what people want to hear from you and what you like teaching is by doing it and taking action. So pick something. Now, listen, it's probably not a bad idea to be somewhat strategic and do a room that's related in some way to your products and or business, but here's the thing. It doesn't have to be. We have one of our students, Allie. I mentioned her. So she's big into Peloton. She markets beauty products, right? Um, you know, um, non-toxic beauty products. And, and, and I don't have a Peloton, so I don't totally get this, but I thought this was really cool and creative. So she does, when she's doing a Peloton ride, she does a room for the people that are riding with her so they can talk to each other during the ride. And I'm like, that's really cool. Now, here's the thing. It's got nothing to do with her products or business, but it doesn't matter because if you can find a topic you're passionate about, one of our other, one of, one of the other people in our community, she does you know, she does um, being a mother, but from like faith-based Bible principles, right? So like she intertwines those two things together because that's what she's passionate about. Another one of the people in our community said, I'm doing a room for runners, people that love running because I have a health and wellness company and I'm a runner and that's like my specific niche that I serve. You can literally, I'm telling you, there are rooms for anything. And here's how it works. You may do a room because you love Peloton and you know there's lots of other people out there like you and you might connect with someone that you've never known that way and you might start a relationship with them because you did that that could at some point evolve into a business partnership. Look, this is the same way that we recruit people in our personal life, right? Our first your first consultant joined because the, the, your two kids went to school and they played soccer together. What does that have to do with your health and wellness product? Nothing, but you had a relationship. So my advice to you is this, have fun with Clubhouse. Pick a room, pick a topic, start, do it, right? Be consistent. And if it doesn't work and you don't like teaching it, then just try something else. But you know, somebody, somebody's like, but Bob, I don't want to be too all over the place. And I'm like, well, what does that even mean? She was like, well, I don't know. I'm doing like three different rooms a week, three different topics. And I feel like I'm all over the place. And I was like, well, is that true? She goes, well, what do you mean? I'm like, like, why are you coming up with that? Why do you feel like you're all over the place? Has somebody said to you, hey man, you're a mess. You got to get your act together. Like, let's get on the, we got one top. No, she's like, no. She goes, it's me. I go, okay, so it's all in your head. She's like, well, yeah, I guess so. I go, okay, well then just keep doing it and get out of your head, right? Like experiment, have fun, do it, start. That's the biggest thing. Um, but listen, this applies to social media as well. People are like, Bob, I don't know what to talk about. I'm like, okay, what are you passionate about? 
well, I'm passionate about being a mom. Then start talking about that. Just start, make a connection with people, put content out there, get into the habit of doing it, and then experiment as you go. So, but you got to be creating content. Let me give you a couple of like ninja marketing tips right now. Okay, I'm gonna give you the good stuff, the real good stuff right now. If you're on Clubhouse and you're in a room, Make sure you ask a question. Find other people that are already doing rooms that are related to the kind of content you want to put out there. Ask a question. Have the host get to know your name and face, and here's what I would do. I would immediately message them as soon as the room is over, and I would thank them for their time and the opportunity to share. Like literally, when they're fr you're fresh on their mind, you were just in their room, send them a message continue a conversation, build a relationship with that person because that relationship could lead you to maybe an opportunity to be a part of one of those people's rooms, right? Like you could have a little bit more of a voice there. Now people might say, cause I know what some of you are thinking, Bob, I'm not, but I'm not an expert. I haven't had success. Who am I? Look, you gotta, you gotta get over that. Okay. You don't need to be an expert to help somebody. You don't have to be super successful to be able to show up and share something with someone else that could help them. Every single one of you has information in your notebooks and brains that could help someone else. Even if it hasn't helped you yet, it doesn't matter. It's your willingness to show up and just share. That's the thing that's going to make the difference for you. But then here's where this first point leads to the second point. So if you're forming relationships, with some of these hosts that are running other rooms, here's what you could do. You could potentially ask them if they'd be willing to be a part of a room that you want to run on that discussion if you've built a relationship with them. See, I call this the Oprah effect. I think I, I, you know, I, said, this on, I said this on Clubhouse and somebody was like, oh my God, I love the Oprah effect. And I'm like, I'm like I, don't, I think I came up with it, but I'm not sure. You know, I learned so much stuff. Sometimes I don't remember like I learned so much great stuff. Like I honestly, sometimes I don't remember if I came up with it or if I learned it from somebody. I think I came up with the Oprah effect. So if you'll allow me to, I'm going to take, it's my show. So I'm going to just take credit for it because it's my show because I can do that. So I am, I'm pulling, I'm pulling rank. I came up with the Oprah effect, at least the name, but here's what it is. Think about Oprah. How did Oprah become Oprah? All she did was she literally interviewed other famous people. And she became famous. Now she became famous because Oprah was always Oprah. She wasn't afraid to be her most authentic self. She just showed up as she was. She had self-doubt. She had imposter syndrome. If you hear her talk about her early years, but she didn't let that stop her from just really showing up as who God created her to be. And that's why we love Oprah, because she is unapologetically herself. And what I'm asking you is to be Oprah. Be unapologetically you. Stop trading your authenticity for the approval of other people and follow the Oprah playbook. Just interview and invite other people and talk to them about topics. And here's the interesting thing. Just being a, a part of the discussion People will start looking at you like an authority. I'm telling you, it is crazy. Here's the perfect example. Like I'm teaching you these clubhouse strategies, but I'll be honest, these work no matter what platform. I'm not a clubhouse expert. Like there are people that do rooms on clubhouse. I guarantee you, they're probably giving you like some specific clubhouse ninja tips. I don't even know how to do, right? I'm not an expert on clubhouse, but you want to know what? Everybody thinks I am now. 
Like I got people reaching out to me, Bob, I need you to help me with my clubhouse strategy. And I'm, I kind of laugh. I'm like, I really know what I'm doing on the platform, but you want to know what I do know how to do. I know how to show up and I know how to add value and serve and care about people. And I just do that consistently. And because I do that, people now look at me as an expert in this area. You can do the same thing if you're just willing to show up. Here's a great idea when we talk about the Oprah effect. What if you reached out to other big leaders in your company and said, hey, I'd love to interview you on Clubhouse? Because it's like the hot thing. Everybody's hearing about it, but people aren't on it. They're like, yeah, I've been hearing about that. What if you could get two or three leaders in your company? They may be your upline. They may not be. People you just admire say, hey, look, I admire you in the way that you created success. And you know, I don't know if you're on Clubhouse yet, but I'd love to invite you. I'm doing a room and I'd love for you to be a part of it. And what if you could invite a couple of people and they shared your room with their followers because it was like, cool, I'm going to be on Clubhouse. Hey, hey, come listen to me. And that helped you build your following and your awareness. That could be a really powerful thing to do. So when we talk about promoting like our first room, how would I do it? Well, I would probably schedule it about 48 to 72 hours in advance. And then I would go to all the social channels that I'm active on already. And I would promote it there every day leading up to the actual room. Clubhouse allows you to schedule a room and you can get a share link. So you can schedule a room ahead of time. You can get a link to promote the room and you can just copy and paste that link on any of your social media and you can start promoting it, right? So I would be doing that a couple of days leading up. But like I said, even if you only have one person in that room, here's what I want you to do. Treat that one person like they're the most important person in the world because they are to you right now. They cared enough to actually spend their time to listen to what you had to say, to have a conversation with you. That's important. So treat that person like they're important because you want to know the way you get from one to 10, you serve that one person as if there was already a hundred, right? You show up. Like when I first started creating content on Periscope, my first video, there was four people, but I treated those four people the same way I do 400 people. I showed up with the same level of passion, enthusiasm, desire to help. I poured my heart out for those four people. And that's the reason why three of them came back. And slowly but surely, they started telling other people. And that's the same thing you're going to do. So what I really want you to focus on in the beginning is focus on going deep instead of wide, right? Build a relationship with that one person and hope that that one person blossoms into two, right? Let go of your attachment to the results and buy into the process. Be consistent. Give yourself time to figure it out. So the third tip I have for you, and we've already alluded to this several times. Tip number one was your profile. Tip number two is spend 80% creating, 20% consuming. Tip number three is connect on Clubhouse, but take to Instagram. Look, this is the key to a successful conversion strategy. You have to figure out a way. How can I continue the conversation? Because if, if you're not familiar with how, how Clubhouse works, is you set up a room, and you can, at the time of the scheduled room, you broadcast, right? Now, the rooms show up in the feed, the Clubhouse feed, but you can't, there's no comments, there's no questions, there's literally just people, these little circles in the room with you, and as the host, you're on what's called the stage, you can talk, and you can pull other people up from the audience, they can raise their hand, you can click on them and pull them onto the stage with you, and they're able to talk with you. So it's kind of like if a call-in radio show and a podcast had a baby, that's Clubhouse. 
but you could have multiple people on stage with you talking. You could, ahead of time, you could reach out to multiple hosts and you could have multiple people that are on stage answering questions, talking. Like, you'll figure out the way you want to run your room, right? That's just a matter of experience. But here's the key. You've got these people that you're talking to during your broadcast. When the broadcast is over, it's gone. There's no recording. You're not connected to that person. They can follow you. You could go, if somebody follows you, you could go through your list of followers. You could go to your their Instagram profile and you could message them that way, right? That might be a strategy. If somebody follows you, just go message them on Instagram and say, hey, thanks for following me on Clubhouse. You know, I'm curious what kind of content or, you know, how, how are you finding the platform? Like that would be a cool thing, right? What if you went through your list of followers people that are following you and message everyone on Instagram. Hey, what do you think of Clubhouse? It's kind of crazy, right? Just starting a conversation. But Instagram is the key to the conversion strategy because we want to be able, we want to be able to continue the conversation with people. So here's what I would do. If I was giving a room and somebody raised their hand and asked a question in my room, while they were asking a question, I would click on their picture, go to their bio, go to their Instagram and follow them on Instagram. I would follow them. And I would make sure that, remember how I told you if you message the host? Well, if you're the host, you should message people that ask questions. So go and message every person that asks a question afterwards and say, hey, thank you so much for being a part of that discussion, right? Be proactive. But Instagram is where you're going to have those continued conversations. Now, how do we get people to connect with us? Well, I'll tell you the number one way, just show up for them. Like, somebody asked a question today, they were really concerned. They're like, Bob, you know, I'm doing these rooms and, I, and you know, she's doing like devotional, like Bible study, because that's like what she's passionate about. She's like, I'm struggling understanding how this is going to convert into business for me. And I'm like, well, here's my number one piece of advice. Don't worry about that. Because if you just show up for people, see, love, serve, grow, serving means that our primary goal is to help and that we understand if we serve enough, long enough, we'll grow. And as we serve and grow, we will attract to us as a byproduct everything we want. So I'm telling you, you serve, you grow, what you want will come to you whether you ask for it or not. This is a universal law. So what's gonna happen is this, as you consistently are showing up for people, you're just gonna naturally, people are gonna message you. This happens to me every day. Bob, thank you so much. I just wandered into your room, found you. Don't know how I ever heard of you before. I just wanna thank you. It was a great discussion today. So if you consistently do it and you start building a community, people are gonna message you. It's gonna be really easy to have those kinds of conversations in that, at that point. Now, my advice, don't pitch them right away, right? Don't pitch them the first conversation you have. Be genuine and authentic, get to know them and know that they're probably gonna tune into another one of your rooms being like, hey, you know, this person's the same in real life or at least in my private messages as they are in the room in public knowing they're going to come back to you and that's going to give you an opportunity over time. And, 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 and I'm going to give you my, my fourth tip is going to help you with creating curiosity to get people start asking you questions about what you do. So I'll get to that in a second. But here's the way we can even speed up the process of having people message us on Instagram. Include calls to action. So that might sound like if you're teaching on a specific topic, you might say, hey, listen, I'd love to get your thoughts on this. Send me a message on Instagram and let me know. Or maybe you ask a question like, hey, what's your favorite so-and-so? I'd love, here's mine, but I'd love to hear from you. Message me on Instagram and let me know. Or maybe you're coaching, you know, somebody asks you a question or you're having a great discussion and you say, hey, I'd love to continue this conversation with you on Instagram. Shoot me a message, uh, shoot me a DM in, in, on my profile. Right, so you're including 
these reasons for people to want to do that. Now, here's another ninja tip. This is what we started doing. So because we noticed that our Instagram engagement was going through the roof, right? And because of Clubhouse, like we were literally right before and right after Clubhouse, we'd get followers, likes. So what we started to do was this. We started to schedule our posts and post right during the broadcast. So we actually are posting on Instagram right before or right after, but during the Clubhouse broadcast, we have a new post so that literally as people are coming to our profile, they're engaging with our new content and it's giving it more reach in the algorithm. Here's another really cool thing to do. What if you did a post tied to the topic of your room? And what if during your clubhouse room, you said, I literally just did a post on this. So I'm going to teach you my top three tips, but here's the thing. I just did a post on this and I gave you a bonus tip. When we're done here, make sure you go um, check out my Instagram post. And, and here's the thing. I'd love for you to comment. Let me know if you found it valuable. So you're literally driving people from your clubhouse to a specific piece of content and giving them a call of action to communicate with you there. You know, that could help your engagement incredibly on Instagram. I already mentioned, don't go right for the kill, right? Like unplug that network marketer part of your brain that's going to want to make you jump on someone like they're a fresh piece of meat and you ain't eaten in a month, right? Like, let's not do that. That's the sales mindset that we don't like in this community. So genuinely connect with them. Remember, you're a paid problem solver. They're coming to you probably because they have a problem that in some way, shape, or form you're helping them solve. So become genuinely curious about why they're there and what they're struggling with and just show a willingness to want to help them. And, and the other thing is this though, if it does come up that your products or business, that there's a clear need, don't be afraid to share it with people. Now, my advice is this, because this is the way that I do it. If I am coaching someone on Clubhouse, so like maybe somebody raises a hand on Clubhouse and, and, and asks you a question and you spend time with them, helping them, not selling, helping them. And then they send you a message afterwards, okay? And they connect with you. I feel at that point, it is totally appropriate if you truly believe that your product and or business could be a solution, it is totally appropriate for you to offer that to them. Because here's the thing. If you truly believe in what you have, then you feel a sense of obligation to at least let people know that it exists. Now, here's the way that I do it, and this leads me into my fourth tip. So this, to me, is the most powerful way to get new business for yourself on Clubhouse. I call it conversational selling. So my fourth tip is use conversational selling. So here's what conversational selling sounds like for me is I'll be coaching someone, let's say, on the formula for transformation, right? That's the number one thing we help people with in our programs. You hear me talk about it all the time. I'll coach somebody on the formula. We'll identify that they're struggling with belief. And then what I'll say to them is I'll say, hey, listen, shoot me a message on Instagram because I want to share with you some more information about LLA because whether you realize it or not, you need it right now. You need it. I want to give you the gift of having you be able to go a step further with this work. Or it might sound like this. Hey, you know, one of the things that I help people, like if I could put myself in your shoes, let's say I'm marketing a health and wellness product. You know, one of the things that I do in my business, I help people in, with improve their gut health, which gives them better, you know, they're in a better mood. They have more energy, better looking skin. Like this is one of the areas that I really specialize in helping people solve problems. But let me give you some advice based off of what I've learned. So now you've planted that seed. Oh, and I'm telling you, you do that enough consistently over time without putting it in people's face where, hey, you need to buy my product. It's the best. 
I'm telling you what's going to happen. People are going to message you as you're building a relationship with them, and they're going to say, hey, you know, I heard you talk about that product, and I, I think that might be something that I could really use. Could you sh- share more information with me? Like some of you are like, Bob, I've never had anything like that happen in my life. Well, the reason why you haven't is because you've not been operating from Love, Serve, Grow. You've not been doing what we're teaching long enough. When you're serving and adding value and truly trying to help solve problems, remember I said everything you want, you'll just attract to. You're going to be blown away. You'll be like, wait a minute. First time that happens, you can be like, Bob told me this was going to happen and I didn't believe him. But you have to be willing to be consistent enough in helping and serving and creating to get to that point. Might happen on your first room, might take you 10 rooms. I don't know, but let's let go of our attachment to those results. Let's show up with a heart to serve and make a difference. And I'm telling you, everything else will work out for you. Here's the fifth and the final tip. Be consistent and do not focus on the results. Isn't this always the challenge for us? Anytime we're trying something new, we get all excited about it. We start doing it. And then within a week or a matter of days, we get discouraged and we stop. And why do we do that? Well, the only reason why we get discouraged and stop is because we focus on the results. See, when you're operating from a red light core story of scarcity and fear, you will always focus on the results. Because here's the thing. You need the results in order to validate what you're doing. Right, you do a room and nobody shows up. You do another room, nobody shows up. You see, you say, "See, I told you. This isn't working. I don't have what it takes." All you're doing is the lack of results when you're just starting out. You're looking at as proof that you're not good enough or you're not worthy or you can't do it. And I'm telling you, you have to break this pattern in your life. Cuz here's the reality. If you need to see the results to believe in yourself, you're never going to have what you want. See, you have to detach from the results, divorce the results, and marry the process. See, success is not how many people you get in your room. Success is how well you serve the people that are there, even if it's only one. Success is you doing and growing and learning and getting better. I'll tell you the reason why I love Clubhouse for every one of you. It is a personal growth and leadership development accelerator. It is like throwing rocket fuel on the flame of your own personal growth because it's going to force you. See, this is the same reason why I loved live video because the act of doing it forces us to face all of our inner demons and all of that imposter syndrome that we try to push away it forces us to face that for what it is. It's just a lie that's been holding some of you back your entire life. And when you can get past that, when you have the courage to take action despite your self-doubt, despite not feeling ready, and you just do it, something magical happens on the other side of that. You start growing as a person. You prove to yourself you can do something you never thought you could do before, right? You start building your confidence and belief and excitement. So my advice to you is just do it. That's my advice to you with anything. Look, the speed of implementation will determine your eventual success or failure. See, some of you are getting excited right now based off of what I'm teaching you. And you're like, man, I'm going to go to Clubhouse and I'm going to do a room. And I'm going to just tell you right now, those of you that literally do a room today, your chances of success are a hundred times greater than the person that waits another week. Because every day we wait, the longer it takes for us to implement what we learn, our chances of success go down because most of us will never wind up doing it. So you have to take action faster, right? And understand this, 
To me, the reason why I love Clubhouse is it's very different than most other social platforms. Most of the social media platforms today is all about how you look. It's about an image, right? It's about painting this picture-perfect image of our lifestyle and curating every last aspect of how we portray ourselves. Clubhouse is not that because it's literally just you with a little profile picture with your phone talking to people. You've got to be authentic because you can't be anybody but yourself. You can't edit a video to make you look or sound different. You can't read a script. It's literally just you there in the moment interacting with people as your most authentic self. And here's why that's powerful. Clubhouse is all about connection. It's not about how many people are in your room. It's about connecting with the people that are there. And I would, I would make the argument that right now, this is the most powerful way to connect with people on social media, period. And I know that because I know a lot of you have been telling me, Bob, I've been listening to your podcast for years. And I got to tell you, like, if I had a dollar for every time I've heard the word obsessed with your morning show, because people are craving connection, right? Some of you have been doing videos on social media, and that's great. And you can respond to someone's comment. But when you actually get to talk to them in real time, in real life, it's a whole different level of connection. And this is the reason why I love it. So my advice to you is this. I don't care how you start. I just want you to start. Look, if you're on Clubhouse, if you can get on there, I challenge every single one of you to do a room in the next 24 hours. Pick a topic you're passionate about and just do it. Who cares if nobody shows up? At least now you can say, I figured out how to do a room. And then you start working towards the next one. And listen to all of you that are not in there yet. I know how frustrating it is, but look, I'm telling you, it's only going to be a matter of time. I'm loving it. You know, we're official now. We gave it a name. It's the Your Virtual Upline Show. It happens every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you are on Clubhouse, make sure you tune in and check us out. But look, if you're not on yet, I'm telling you, it's going to be a matter of time before you're there. But here's what I want you to do. Even if you can't be on Clubhouse, you can still take what I just taught you and you can use it on Instagram. You can use it on Facebook. So don't think I'm not talking to you, right? I'm still talking to you. Take what you've learned, apply it, and I'm telling you, these are principles that Love, Serve, Grow teach us when it comes to social media. These are timeless principles that will work no matter what the platform, right, what the algorithm is saying. These will win in every single scenario. So that is my message. That's the show for today. I hope you got some value out of the episode. Hey, if you did, I'd love to hear from you on Instagram. See what I just did there? We're getting very meta on the show today, but I'd love to hear from you on Instagram. Let me know what was your favorite tip that I gave today in the show. Shoot me a message on Instagram. Hey, if you're listening to this on your phone, screenshot the episode right now, tag me and let me know what your favorite tip was. I'd love to hear from you. And hey, look, I hope to see a lot of you over on Clubhouse if you're on that platform. So with that being said, have an amazing day, everybody. I love and appreciate all of you. I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.